Welcome one and all to another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing uncommon ideas. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary, and in this one we are covering an Amazon Prime Video original film movie called The Tomorrow War starring Chris Pratt. So Mary, what'd you think of The Tomorrow War? I thought it was awesome. I have to say like this, you know, of course popped up everybody's Amazon feed, but um you know, it was one of those that just had super interesting concept, a little bit different. I mean, nothing, I guess nothing super. It's kind of like Terminator different. in reverse yeah. in a weird way if, you know, like and so, there are spoilers in this, obviously. Of <laughs> so, course, we like to spoil things. But, yeah. You know, the concept wasn't all that different, but it had some interesting twists that I hadn't thought of before. Mm-hmm. So very, very interesting. And I love Chris Pratt. Like he's Chris Pratt is awesome. like, yeah, he's like the all-American goofy guy. I mean, you just like him. He's an he's an action yeah. guy. He's he's funny, um, completely likable yeah. from like the minute you see him on screen. And anything you've seen him in, he's just like the the lovable guy, you know, that guy that's exactly. relatable. You know, so. Um, so I guess the mm-hmm. big premise of this is that the war they're fighting is in the future. And yes. so in the future Earth, uh, they are attacked by aliens. Mm-hmm. They are losing that battle rapidly, and they need to enlist the draft from the past. Right, right. Yeah, they've they've, <laughs> they've got run to, out of people. Yeah, <laughs> r- pretty much. Yeah. I, I think uh, when the movie starts, or once you find out that part of the plot, there's only like five hundred thousand people left on yeah, Earth. Their really sons, I mean, yeah. decimated. Yeah. Like they're literally on the ropes, and somehow they've invented this technology that allows them to go back in time and forward at this one particular point in time. I mean, the, you know, and they kind of explain it to you and it's, you know, they, they kind of, it it seems very convenient. I mean, if you're a hardcore, you know, again, sci-fi person or screenwriter or whatever, you might go, okay, well, you're creating conditions that seem a little bit, well, why would that only be able to come back this far? And why can't you go further back or go further in the future or whatever? And, and they, they don't really explain, they kind of do. They, they, they get by enough where you, I mean, you, you buy it. Well, I mean, because the character asks the same thing. Like the character sure. flat out says like, why don't we just go back to before when the aliens landed? Or something, yeah. yeah. Something Ex- clever. Exactly. And they're like, well, we can't get exactly. there. We can only go to this one spot. But Right. So there's always a twist to the concept. Yeah. But. So, but it kind of opens, um, Chris Pratt's character's name is Dan Forrester. He's like an ex-special ops guy. And now he's like a biology teacher. And it is kind of funny because in the front end of the film, the... You know, he's in his class talking to his students and they're talking about the draft and, you know, because the draft is active at this point. And, uh, you know, one kid's like, you know, does anybody have any questions? This kid raises his hand. He's like, does anybody else have any questions? You yeah. know, it's like, you know, and I forget the kid's name was like Malcolm or something. Yeah, or Mal- Martin maybe. Or something. something. Um, but of course, they're like, well, we know what you want to talk about. And it was volcanoes. So right. I knew that was going to come back at some point. I love that but... you recognize that. I totally missed the foreshadowing. Completely. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it just well, it seems so out of place and it right. seems so out of context. They're talking yeah. about like photosynthesis and then all of a sudden they're like, taking questions and this kid's like, well, you know what you want to talk about it, you know, volcano. Right. So, yeah, it comes back to have um, but anyway, Chris Pratt ends up getting um, drafted, which was a big deal because I guess there's a very small percentage of sh- soldiers that actually return from the oh, yeah, tour. Was it like 30%? Yeah. And they only small. go away for seven days, yeah. which, you know, but, and they don't tell you, they've never shown people in the current timeline, what the aliens look like, which are really fierce called the, the white spikes. They're basically these, you know, four, well, they walk on fours, like humanoid, and they are white. Like and they've got these two, like, tentacles that basically yeah. come off their back end or their, like, hindquarters, kind of, or their lower backs so that shoot white spikes, which yeah. is why they call them white spikes. And they're they, terrifying. Yeah, they, I mean, they're super fast, super agile. 
Yeah, and really freaking. Well, and ugly. that's why they won't yeah. show anybody. They right, know they because they go. know people wouldn't go. But I <laughs> yeah, guess if you if you tried that. to dodge the draft, you'd, you'd be imprisoned or you die or, so, or something. There was some severe, oh, they come get your severe, family. severe penalty. Yeah, they come if you try to your run. Family too. And one of the ways they uh, kind of uh, ensure that that doesn't happen is they give you uh, some type of like um, wrist cuff that basically is a timer and it's like surgically connected to your bone or yeah, something. Yeah, like the that, worst ankle monitor yeah, ever. <laughs> pretty, exactly, exactly. So you find out that, you know, Chris Pratt has a dad he's estranged from who's like a, you get the impression he's kind of an ex-military and uh, engineer, mechanical engineering guy and, he goes he's to kind ha- of like a prepper. He's a little bit off the grid. Yeah, he's kind. Of, yeah, he's one of those guys. One yeah. of the you know one of those kind of um, conspiracy types of guys. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, he tells his son like, "Hey, I you know came to the uh, the one guy on the planet Earth that that's not a problem for to take off the cuff." And he tells him, you know, like at first he considered it, but then yeah. he's like, "No, I just want to tell you I'm, I'm going." And you know, that was it, kind of like. Yeah. So uh, he goes into the future, and of course, he, they kind of establish up front he's got a you know kind of very sweet relationship with his young daughter who's nine, whose name is Miri, which is mm-hmm. kind of a weird name, it's M-U-R-I, and, um, you know, goes in the future. He's on his mission. One of his missions is to collect these ampules out of a, a laboratory and the uh, staff as well. And, of course, there's a huge gunfight and battle, and the white spikes finally show up, and you know, because they kind of tease him a little bit. And then, you know, the crew, uh, the medical crew is dead. He ends up getting the ampules. He ends up getting back to camp or base camp. Um, and meets the colonel who which you should have seen coming a mile away but i'll be honest i i didn't immediately think of it at first. i love that you noticed the volcano kid and right. you missed that one because that yeah. one i saw a mile away it's yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i mean i i mean i wasn't like oh like dun 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 but right. i was definitely kind of like oh wow that was a cool little yeah. twist it was so clever for sure so anyway he has this kind of a short conversation with the colonel and uh you know another uh, soldier walks up and you find out you know his uh course pat's character's name is dan forrester and it turns out, it's, hey, Colonel Forrester, and he turns to the woman. He's like, I'm not a colonel, and realizes that he's uh, Speaking the other woman's talking to the other woman, who turns out to be Colonel Forrester, who turns out to be his daughter. Right, so, which is super crazy. Which was kind of cool. So, uh, you know. They, they have a sweet moment. They too. have a sweet moment, but also kind of like a, you know, kind of a, a difficult moment because, you know, he's kind of curious as to, he finds out early on before he leaves to the future that he died. Oh, well, that was soon part of after. the draft. We should preface yeah. that. So the people that were drafted were people right. that were not alive in the current wartime of Timeline, the future. yeah. So that exactly. was the only way they could go steal them and put them in the timeline was that they wouldn't have any effect for being gone if they did. That. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're, yeah, they, they weren't altering be. their time, which is weird though, because there are definitely people from the future that go back to the past to do the recruiting, which is weird because you'd think then those people would probably be alive in that no, old timeline, weren't they? Girls were younger. They probably weren't alive. Right. Was it 30 years well, in the future? Colonel Forster was nine when he leaves and she's probably in her thirties. In the so future, maybe let's say twenty five years, twenty years even. So I mean, it's possible that they're the kids. Um, yeah, but maybe they would. Maybe oh, I don't know. That's right? weird. Yeah, yeah, because there'd have to be what some if of they those ran kids. Into their little kids self as right. Target? So that's yeah. yeah. That was kind of like that. Kind of blows that whole uh, the paradigm but out. But you know, like, this is where it loses me anyway. All the right. time shows are all wonky. There's always very, very much so because they're very making much up so. their own loopy. I mean, because you know, there's yeah. always that theory like, oh, if you meet your younger self or your future self, though, you know, the the you whole uh, space time can yeah. can you will collapse or something. Which, you know, and I've seen films where they kind of embrace that, like Parallel. Oh, Parallel. Yeah, or or this one others. where they kind of like I said, it's kind it's kind of half baked. So, right. I mean, you know, again, I'm sure they could. I'm sure the director or the writer could reason it out and go, oh no, this was you know, no, no, those kids weren't you know, whatever. Yeah. So, but. um they end up, uh, you know, again, he meets his daughter. They have a mission mm-hmm. to go collect the queen. The queen secretes some type of toxin that 
could potentially wipe out all the alien race. Now, the aliens are, like, again, all over the Earth at this point. The white spikes, they've it's taken over. It's almost like over. kind of a bug situation where it's reproducing. Yeah, and they have no... And, and they, they have queen. And one of the th- interesting things is they touch on is that they have no agenda. They're no... They're central leadership with the queen, but there's not, like, money doesn't mean anything to them. Real no, estate doesn't mean... It's literally everything on the planet that's living um, that's, you know, again, human or animal is food. Love so. This. Yeah, they basically, basically yeah. yeah, they basically just come in and wipe out everything for whatever reason. So crazy to think about. So that. yeah, and uh, you know this the story continues on. Obviously, they end up getting the queen back, and then you know they they crack the code of the toxin, and and um, at the same time, uh, his daughter was teasing the idea of like you know why did you bring me here, and then he asked her the hard question like you know how did I die right. And she goes on to tell him, like, you know, obviously he wasn't happy with his life. And they kind of foreshadow that in the beginning, that he's kind of like, I think I'm meant for more. I'm a, you know, high school teacher. I'm an ex, you know, special ops soldier. But I'm, you know, what am I doing with my life? Not that he's going to kill himself or anything like that, but he's he definitely... He felt like he's not he felt, serving his he, glorious purpose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very much so. So they kind of talk about that. Obviously, that comes to fruition later on when his daughter reveals to him, like, look, I want you to take back this toxin and reproduce it in your timeline because we don't have the means to do it here, which seems a little strange to me and convenient because it's like you're in the future. You probably have more. But maybe without all those people and they were down to 500,000 and that laptop true, blown up, true, like maybe you, they didn't have True, but you think that they might have had technology that would be able to, you know, like right, some type of 3D printer or something yeah. that, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It's, I mean, it's, it makes sense. So, and of course, you know, he wants to bring her back because it's his, you know, his daughter. Right. And, and of course, unfortunately, she does, you know, succumb to the queen, you know, before he leaves, and which is really dramatic What's that? Don't they break the machine at the end? Oh yeah, they, well they, yeah, that's true too. They end up breaking the uh, like the time link or a transmitter or whatever you want to call it because at one point and they're out in this mi- in the middle of the ocean in this some type of like, you know, marine base that's got wall it's walled off and it's then all crazy, these aliens are yeah. just swimming through the water cuz they can smell the queen or have some type of uh, whatever telepathic like link whatever. Yeah. They don't explain it, but they know where she is all the time and yeah. they're dying to protect her. So they, you know, all huge mass number and, you know, again, Crazy. aerial battle. I mean, just yeah. bodies everywhere, Wild. fire, gunfire. Super fire. good special effects. Yeah, the, the the effects were particularly good. They're very photorealistic because in some of these things you can get them and the shadows are off and they just don't look like they no, look like I they can pause yeah. No, this one was really good. The effects are really coming along because, I mean, you really feel, I mean, the shadows were all right. The, the movements were all right. reality. Could be, could be, yeah. So it was. Uh, I was uh, very impressed with that for sure. So, and then, uh, yeah. So he ends up. Uh, his daughter ends up dying. He ends up coming back to the timeline, and then he um, reaches out to some of the soldiers. He reaches out to the government, and then what they figure out is uh, one of the key things that they mention early on once he's up there is that the aliens never landed. You know, they, ne- well, they, 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 they just said they, like they kind landing. of just showed up in like northern remote here. Russia. Yeah. They were just, well, they weren't there one minute and then they were there the next moment. Right. So the story kind of shifts and comes, becomes a little bit, I understood, and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt kind of like two movies in one in a weird way because he gets back to his own timeline and then. He's supposed uh, to be manufacturing the toxin. He's trying to get the toxin manufactured, which he does, and they make certain doses, but then he realizes, like, hold on a second, if they just showed up out of nowhere that might mean and his his wife actually chimes in and says like they're probably already here in their timeline and um of course they uh 
They engage the uh, the volcano, the high school volcano well, the, expert. One of the people that he jumped with, he had like kind of a little Rat Pack group that he went through training. That's with. true. Yes, yes. So kind of a he had very a nerdy R and D guy. guy. Yep. And then like and the full on militant, like veteran guy, paramilitaries done ten tours. Yeah, who's volunteered to go back at least five times. But he wears the spike, so he mm-hmm. has like a trophy from one of his he does. kills. Which yeah, is the f- white spike. Yeah. Yep. Which they end up testing and find yeah. this material, which comes from actually it was a, a claw. Was it the claw? It was a claw yeah. off of one of the white spikes. And then they, monsters. They find. Uh, they find ash. ash. They and find ash under the. Yep. The volcano kid mm-hmm. comes into play. Volcano come. Yeah, if I, volcano kid comes into play, and he tells them about um, like one particular. Some, area yeah, in Southeast Asia, there was some type of giant volcano that was in like 946 BC or something. Just so long ago. Yeah. Somehow, and you know, ash. Obviously, it, it was like the. Size of what ten atomic bombs or something, some crazy, some crazy outfit, number yeah. that. So there was ash literally all over the world for for the most part, and uh, based on the projection of ice over those centuries of gathering, they kind of figured out they knew it was sort of a, right. in northern Russia, a remote part of Russia, and they kind of calculated that based on these statistics of the ash and the timing and the and the snowfall uh, growth that that's probably where. They came from, right. and at first I was hoping for you. I was hoping it was a Hollow Earth thing. Oh, I wanted it to be Hollow Earth so bad. <laughs> it turns out it wasn't a Hollow Earth thing. It turns out well, it was, you know, we don't know that. Let's be fair. It no. could have really still been Hollow Earth. Well, they show a sh- they show the ship that crashed because it was trying to get to Hollow Earth. <laughs> it wasn't or out. I mean, I you, you never they they never definitively tell you this, but the, you, what you find out is there is a crashed alien ship. The white spikes were not actually the aliens manning that ship. There were separate humanoid aliens running that ship. And what they, um, what they, the conclusion they drew was that the ship crashed unexpectedly and the cargo they had may have been cargo to maybe go to another planet. It might have been pets. I mean, I don't think so. But they kind of leave you with the idea that these monsters were there to do what they're doing in the future, which is just decimating the planet, yeah. the planet. And maybe that's um, a thing like maybe they do just clean the planet and start over like could be yeah, get, they're just like, genocidal genocidal alien monsters can't so fix you, you've damaged too much we just have to clean you out and start you over yeah so they go in there with their toxin they they plug a couple of them and of course they melt and like you know gremlins they just evaporate sure. then the other ones on the other side they're kind of in these like you know whatever translucent pods that are kind of rubbery and and then those guys start to get all agitated, and then they end up popping yeah. out of their uh, their containers. And you, so they, and at first, they only show you a room with like maybe twelve of them. Maybe mm-hmm. twelve is bad enough. But then at some point, of course, once uh, all hell starts to break loose, you, they show you another chamber that is huge. I mean, they had like right. thousands so yeah, of exactly. them. Like holy cow! Like no wonder we were getting our asses. Yes, you know, it's beat. just too many. Yeah. So um, so anyway, you know, it culminates and. Uh, the, the veteran who you find out had cancer, which was the reason why he was going on those tours because he kind of wanted to be in the control of his own life. Yeah. He's like, if I'm going out, I'm going out with a bang. Yeah. I'm not going out like some punk just hiding. Yeah, I'm not going to sit in my house. Yeah, yeah so um, he ends up staying back. They, of course, have some type of bomb that they've rigged together, and they end up mm-hmm. blowing the ship, but not before the queen escapes. Of course. So, of course, she gets out, and uh, Chris Pratt and his father, who are strange, end up taking the the queen on and it's a it's a pretty good battle and at one it's point it's really his, entertaining yeah his uh his father you know makes the whole self-sacrifice thing like i'm sorry i gave you a crappy childhood and i'm gonna try to make it up blah 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 and then you know chris pat jumps in with the claw from the other guy that they took the sample from and ends up you know they end up blinding the 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 um 
um, the, the queen. The queen. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he just, you know, rips her throat out and she just bleeds out. Then she falls over a cliff. And I thought if they leave it where you don't know definitively that the queen died, that, right. it's, it's going like to be one of the, like, like it's going to be the tomorrow war too. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, you see her, you know, with, yesterday a, with, a, with a nice, yeah. uh, you know, nice splat and crunch. She ends up uh, yeah. just, you know, just, uh, just uh, evaporating, which was good. But, um, but yeah, for a, for a fun popcorn movie, it's a good summer movie that you don't have to think too much about if you like sci-fi you like yeah. chris pratt and you like action it, it's great it's super entertaining it's, it's great yeah. i mean there's are there plot holes absolutely yeah. i mean is you know are there things that they've the plot kind of wove to make it convenient for things to happen they're looping for sure time. yeah i mean let them do for, what they want for sure <laughs> exactly. but uh but yeah it was directed by a guy named chris mckay but um um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. It's definitely, I mean, again, you know. Yeah, I feel like the effects were really clever. Like their jump sequence into the new mm-hmm. time, that was super crazy. And yeah, yeah. They, they're definitely they, yeah. worth watching. Yeah, so any other closing thoughts on uh, The Tomorrow War starring Chris Pratt? We could point out the irony that Chris Pratt's father-in-law is the Terminator. That's a lot of audit science. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even think about it. I didn't That's put that together. Yeah. yeah, that is, uh, yeah, he's, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, like if this, if we didn't have all the COVID stuff going on, this would have been, I think this would have been a fun movie to see in a theater. Oh, 100%. Because, you know, I think yeah. it would have been really, and the other character we don't mention, or we didn't mention her name, is Yvonne Strahovski, who plays his daughter, Miri, in the future. Mm-hmm. Who she I thought was, was really, really good. good. Yeah. I mean, she cries a lot, but it made sense. And she dad, was, yeah. it's her dad, and um, and she wasn't, you know, she's, you know, totally makeup free. I mean, she's very, you know, looks yeah. very like, she looked like she would be, in she the looked war, like she was like, leader. like a hardened person and moved like mm-hmm. she, you know, so, uh, and I think it was all those years on Chuck that helped. So, but, um, but she was great. She yeah. was, uh, she was, she, I, I bought it. Yeah. I bought super it. good. So, well, with that, this concludes another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing uncommon ideas. Again, my name is Frost with my co-host Mary. And, um, as always, please subscribe, join our community. We drop new content every Monday. Be sure to rate us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us at freshnewhell.com where you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Yeah, you know, stay gold.